2: Glad to have you guys here with us tonight. If you tuned in, first of all, I got to say to you guys, if you tuned in last night for our four-hour extended midterm election special coverage, I want to thank you guys. I've gotten some emails from you guys telling me you thought it was good coverage. It was really tough to do because, you know, with elections nowadays, we don't have election day anymore. We have election weeks. We don't really have, uh, we've got a lot of issues going on in our elections, and we're going to continue to talk about that tonight. Um, at, at a time in which we would normally be the day after doing post-mortem, doing an autopsy to say, okay, what happened here? Uh, we're, we're still trying to wait for results, still trying to deal with the fact that lawsuits have been filed, still trying to deal with the shenanigans that are taking place. It's like the elections are ongoing at the same time that some have finished, and there's a lot of blame going around. We've got much to get into with you guys tonight. We're glad to have you here. I also want to say... That I want to give another shout out and a big, big, big thank you to my new best friends and my favorite people on the planet. That's the folks at Steel 94 who sponsored last night's show and hooked me up with some of the best food that I've had in a really long time. And I cannot wait to go down there and sample their biscuits and gravy here soon, like Saturday. (laughs) All right. Before I go any further and tell you guys more about who our guests are tonight and what we're going to share with you guys tonight, I got to bring in this man who was here for hours. It was like a marathon he had to put up with. It was a marathon of AK and of course I'm talking about my man
1: DJ Potato Skins. Hey, I had to cancel my appointment with the DMV the next morning. I was way too slapped out.
2: You were yeah, but you know what? After last night, to have to face the government institution is not my idea of a good time. (laughs) I don't think the DMV is anybody's idea of a good time, uh, let alone the day after a marathon of election. Coming up after the after the next break, we've got. It's been a while since he's been on the Andrea K. Show because he's so busy, particularly in the evenings, coming off of his own radio show. Is Wayne Allen Root? And Wayne Allen Root not only has his own radio show, I think he's got two TV shows going on. He did a lot of live coverage last night from his home state in his town of Las Vegas, Nevada and he's going to be here in a moment to share with you guys What's happening in, in Nevada, one of the things we talked about last night was about how um, that was one of the states where we were not really getting any good information on what was going on there in the state of Nevada because people were really wanting Adam Laxalt. We need Adam Laxalt to win the Senate race there in order to help us get over the hump. Where we're at right now is when it comes to the House, um, it's looking as though Republicans right now have 207 seats. And the Democrats have one hundred eighty eight. We haven't in the Senate. We have forty nine. The Democrats have forty eight. Um, we are clearly going to. And, the, it, and this is one of the things I wanted to say for you guys tonight. We're clearly going to win the House, uh, take control of the House of Representatives and probably the Senate. That's a win for us. I got to thinking today there was so much expectation of the big red wave that was supposed to happen. We were we were supposed to, you know, based upon not just the state of the economy, but historical trends that when, you know, one party is in power during the, a presidency that the opposition party tends to pick up seats. If you look at particularly with the job approval rating in t- uh, 2010, for example, Barack Obama's approval rating was higher than Joe Biden's in the Republican Party took 60 seats in the House. So with the expectations that were last night, with the polling that came out in advance, there was a whole lot of um, expectations for much bigger numbers than we saw. And we don't even have all the results. Um, I will tell you before I continue to share some of my thoughts on the night. And I want your thoughts on the night. 888-344-1170. Here's one question for y'all. The Democrats today are celebrating last night. They're celebrating their loss like it was a win. Why are we treating a win like we had last night as a loss
1: and crying over it? Well, because of all that, you, you, you know, we talk about death by a thousand cuts. You know, you know, the Democrats add it, add it, add it, add it. Isn't this the first step at getting our country back?
2: It, well, it is the first step at getting our country back. And we had a win last night. And let me tell you, if there wasn't for the shenanigans going on and the, quite frankly, the election fraud theft that was going on in a variety of different means all around the country from Maricopa County to Michigan to New Jersey to Connecticut. Connecticut 5, my understanding is there's all – in the Connecticut 5 race, there's all kinds of machine issues there. If if there wasn't – and the people on the ground in Arizona – who know the numbers and know how the machine works there and know that and and are reporting in that the ballots that are now being counted that are coming in from Pima County and other areas are breaking 85 percent to Kerry Lake. There are those that are on the ground in the know that say it is absolutely for certain that Adam Hamaday is going to win as attorney general. Kerry Lake will be the governor of Arizona and uh, Blake Masters will win. Right. Um, So what is so it's really important? One of the reasons why the Democrats are trying to spin this as a win for them last night when they lost. And so many Republicans today are crying about a win is because by 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 holding off. And denying the win last night from Arizona and MAGA, they're able to craft a narrative today that last night was a loss. For the Republican Party, that it was a complete loss for MAGA in order to push Donald Trump and MAGA in order to, first of all, to completely destroy Donald Trump going forward, as well as to diminish the MAGA movement. That's all that this is about. That's what this is about. Now, certainly there is um, there are some lessons to be learned, because, quite frankly, we should have had a much bigger we should have had a much bigger win than last night. So why didn't we? Today, everybody's blaming Trump. I'm seeing MAGA people blaming Trump, and I'm thinking, how is Trump to blame? Why? How would Trump be to blame for anything that happened last night? At least he, unlike the GOP leadership, and I'm going to get into a little bit more on that later. At least he was out at rallies trying to push back, and with with good messaging, I would tell you with these rallies against what the Democrat Party's trying to do. How it, it's how would it be his fault? He's not in control of any of the money going towards these races. He's not he's not running any of these campaigns. How is it his his fault? How about we talk about the number one issue the conservatives should be talking about today as a reason for why it wasn't as big of a red wave as it could have been and should have been. And let's talk about the theft that was in play. Let's talk about the various means that, uh, that took down Trump in 2020 shenanigans happening in our elections that were in play yesterday, because how is it? That Florida flipped completely crimson red to the degree that where where Ron DeSantis, who is quite MAGA himself, increased his support from Hispanic voters in Miami-Dade County to almost 50%. I mean, it was around 40% Hispanic vote. The school board races they turned and flipped to red. That state is hardcore red. You want to know how he was able to do it? In part, not just because of his governance but also in part from the fact that he banned mass mail-in ballots. He banned ballot harvesting, and he required voter ID, and he implemented an election police force. That's one way that you win elections, right? We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Wayne Allen Root because when I talked to him today, I said, hey, man, tell me, I got to know what's happening on the ground in Nevada. He says, let's talk about what happened around the country. And how it's looking like 2020 all over again. You're going to hear from Wayne Allen Root when we come back. This is The Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170, The Answer San Diego, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world.
3: News, politics, and current events. It's The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Doing an autopsy, if you will, in a sense, on what happened in the midterm elections. The the midterm elections, by the way, that are actually continuing as we speak. We're still waiting on results. Maricopa County has the gall to tell us it's going to be Friday before they get the results in on us. They also had the gall to tell us that uh, we had no right to be questioning what happened there. We got questions. I got lots of questions. And so I reached out to the man who usually has an answer for everyone, whether it's on his radio show or the I think it's two, maybe he has 20 TV shows going on right now. (laughs) He is the brilliant Wayne Allen Root, and he's joining me tonight from Las Vegas, Nevada, which is a state that all eyes are looking at tonight right now. Hello, Wayne Allen Root. Thank you for being here tonight.
3: Hey Andrea, how are
2: you? Well, I'm good. I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm aggravated. Um, I opened the show by saying, "Look, um, I, I, we've got to still be looking at last night as a win because it is a win." The Democrats are are looking at; they're counting last night's loss for them as a win. They're celebrating that loss as a win. Um, we're looking at a win as though it's a loss, and we need to be. We need to take our wins where we can get them, Wayne Allen Root and uh it, it, because uh, if if not then then people might tend to give up and i don't want people to give up i want us to be clear-headed when we look at what went on what continues to go on with these with these races and how we can go forward with that being said give us your perspective on the midterms and where we go from here
3: well i mean i got good news and bad news i mean i just finished up my national tv show on lindell tv uh as in the pillow man mike lindell right i'm on mm-hmm. every afternoon it's uh, four o'clock West coast time on Lindell TV Two, And then it repeats every day on Lindell TV one at one o'clock West coast time every day, five days a week. And I'm on every weekend, just so everybody knows on real America's voice TV network, which is really a hot network. We've got, uh, myself and Steve Bannon and Charlie Kirk and Ted Nugent and just a great lineup there. And Eddie Henry, the former Fox white house correspondent, all of us have our own shows on real America's voice. And I'm on every Saturday at, uh, Uh, 9 a.m. West Coast time, 9 a.m. West Coast time with America's top 10 countdown. And I count down all the most important stories in America. And this week, you know, it's my top 10. I I promise you this week I'm going to do the top 10 ways this election was stolen. And I could probably give you 40 ways the election was stolen, totally rigged and stolen, just like 2020. We're being gaslighted, all of us. But before I get into that, I want to give you the good news. The good news is I went to bed last night and I was so devastated and so depressed. And so shocked, because everyone knows it was a red landslide, and it wasn't. And yet, I woke up this morning, and things are looking a lot better now. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I can't tell you for sure it's going to end better, but they're sure looking better now. It looks like Carrie Lake has a great shot at winning the governorship of Arizona. I think she's going to win. going to pull it out. And it looks like uh, uh, Adam Laxall here in Nevada, my home state, and Joe Lombardo, the governor in my home state, both have great shots to win the Senate and the governor race here. And, uh, and Ron Johnson, the, uh, U S Senator for Wisconsin won. he was declared officially the winner today. And of course, Herschel Walker is in a runoff. If he can win and Laxalt holds his lead, guess what? We will have the U S house and the U S Senate. Now, not by as many votes as I thought we'd have, it's not going to be any landslide. We'll have it by just a couple of seats, you know, maybe two to five seats or something like that, maybe 10 at the most, but we will have the house and we'll have the Senate like 51 49,
1: but we'll have
3: it. And Kamala will not have a vote anymore to break a tiebreaker. So, I mean, if we control both the House and the Senate, and again, there's an if, if Laxalt holds on, if the Democrats in Nevada don't manage to rig and steal, you know, the next five days of counting mail-in ballots, if Laxalt holds on, we got a legitimate shot to have the Senate and the House. And, that, and that's all we ever wanted coming out of this midterm. Now, we wanted it by a lot of votes, a lot of seats. But if you can have it by one seat, look what Democrats have accomplished with just a couple of seats, in the House and a dead tie in the Senate. If we can have the House and the Senate, then we got out of this smelling like a rose a lot better than I thought last night when I thought we were, you know, tragically getting getting really destroyed. Mm -hmm. So I think today looks up a lot better than yesterday did, and I feel much better about things. That's number one. Now let me get to what I think really happened. I mean, they are stealing elections from us. You can't be – no one could be that stupid or naive to really believe all this stuff. I mean, it's like if you actually believe – that the vaccines are safe and effective <laughs> Do You believe the vaccines are not killing anybody because it's the same people gaslighting us. It's the same people who said that Biden got 81 million votes and that election was fine and dandy and it wasn't stolen. If it, it, you can't believe this stuff and when you can't believe it, when your gut says it's wrong, it always is. You know, if your gut ever tells you, my God, there's a guy sitting next to my kid, I, I don't feel safe. There's something wrong with that guy. Catch your kid away from the guy. I don't need a fact to tell me to get him away from the guy. I need my gut. And my gut told me there was no Russian collusion. My gut told me there was no Ukraine phone call that was bad. My gut told me there was a Hunter Biden laptop and they were gaslighting us and lying to us and covering up. My gut told me Biden never got anything near 81 million votes. It was all a scam. My gut told me from day one, don't take the vaccine. And I'm telling you now that in the history of America, all midterm elections after a guy gets elected president the first time, the first midterm after you get elected, everybody wins 20 seats or so mm-hmm. and wins four Senate seats. So you can't tell me that in the worst economy since the Great Depression, with massive inflation, the worst in history, and crime enveloping every Democrat city, nobody's safe, nobody's kids are safe, the education system ruined the borders open. Everything is wrong in America under Joe Biden. And you're telling me in that environment, we didn't even win the 20 seats you normally win and win the four Senate seats you normally win? My gut instinct says this is a complete ripoff, you know, rig job, just like it was last time. And it's the same way they did it last time with mail-in ballots and no voter ID in insecure states. Now, now let me give you one last point, then I'll let you ask me whatever you want. The reason I say insecure states... Because Nevada's insecure, Arizona's insecure, Michigan's insecure, Wisconsin's insecure, Pennsylvania's insecure, Georgia Mm -hmm. is insecure, what's secure? Florida, in the only state that's completely secure, that has the best voter fraud laws in the country, and demands voter ID to vote. We won a landslide with DeSantis and Rubio and everybody under them, a landslide. And they knew they counted seven million votes in two hours and said, good night, everybody. Mm -hmm. We know the results and everything's fine. So that just shows you if we had every state with voter ID and voter fraud laws, like Florida, we'd win every state. Mm, It's about insecure states and insecure voting.
2: By design. Uh, You know, uh, DeSantis is the one who secured Florida. We actually, in every one of these contested states, at least in 2020, they were also the states that had Republican-controlled legislatures. We're talking to Wayne Allen Root. Google Wayne Allen Root and and find his shows on Lindell TV. He's also on Rav on Saturdays, also as his radio show. Um, You were one of the most bold uh, voices in the conservative movement. You've also been, I think, other than my self who's been right in every prediction and been right in every issue, including uh, I've been against the lockdowns, against the shots, er, er, I've been on board with you every step of the way. Um, You are a seer. You're an oracle. Um, I've got to, you know... um I've only got about five minutes left with you, and I could spend time talking about how um, it doesn't make sense that the Hispanic vote went to the Republican Party in droves. It doesn't make sense that tw- uh, that white suburban women were being called cockroaches because polling showed that they were going to the Republican Party in droves because of crime, because of the inflation. It doesn't make sense about any of these identity groups that they were overwhelmed and overcome by, and their voices were denied, and the win was brought to the Democrats by the 18-year-old Gen Zers. Who are pro-abortion? To me, it's obviously about the rigged elections. We had Dr. Frank on the show last night, who you must know from from Mike Lindell, who's just been at the forefront of talking about the fraud that took place. We have specifics. When you have one of the largest counties in the country, Maricopa County, who magically just for the Republican areas, uh, you know, um, machines go down twenty percent. It's rigged. I don't think there's no way you can convince me that the voters of Pennsylvania voted for Fetterman. And here's my question for you. Right. Um, right. All that being said, today, the narrative among not just the mainstream media, the narrative among many Trump supporters, MAGA and conservatives, is that Trump is to blame for us not getting the yeah. wave last night. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what this is all about, by the way. I've got a list of, you know, all the reasons the election was stolen. And one of them is that the rhinos hate us, not just you and me. I mean, just they hate everyone who's a real conservative. Everyone is a rock-ribbed, America first, MAGA conservative. They hate us all. They hate anyone who likes Trump. And they hate us so much. And, and what politics is about for Democrats and rhinos, it's about the same thing. How much can they steal? How many government contracts can they give their relatives? You know, how much money is my seat worth? And so they don't care about principle. They don't care about the Republican Party. They don't care about their own voters. So they conspired, in my opinion, with Democrats to make sure every rhino— won and outperformed the polls and every conservative true America first MAGA conservative would either lose or underperform the polls and come close to losing. You know, they can't guarantee you lose. Some people overcome the steal. Carrie Lake had everything against her. And I think she's still going to pull off the win, but they still tried to steal it just like they tried to rip off Trump in 2016 and he overcame the rig. So they can't guarantee you lose. But they can make it real tough on you. And they made it tough on every MAGA Republican. You know, not one MAGA Republican did as well as the polls. Not Blake Masters, who was ahead in the polls. Not Carrie Lake, who was double-digit ahead. Not Herschel Walker was pulling ahead. Not Dr. Oz, who was pulling ahead. They screwed over. Oh, and don't forget uh, uh, Vance in Ohio, J.D. Vance. He was also very far behind DeWine, the Rhino governor, who won early in the night. It took like another five hours to figure out Mm -hmm. if Vance won. He won by six, which is kind of comfortable. But for a while, he was behind and he was nowhere near Vance. So how do you explain that Kemp wins bigger than Herschel Walker? People aren't splitting their votes in these states. You can't explain how they voted for DeWine but not For for Vance, a a really good conservative, it doesn't make sense, except the rhinos conspired with the Democrats to make sure all the MAGA candidates lost or did badly. And then the next day, the whole media happens to have the same narrative. It's Trump's fault. Trump's no good. Trump needs to step down. He can't announce for president next week. He's done. He's a loser. It's all DeSantis. I love DeSantis, but I got to tell you, I think DeSantis is great. But when I hear all of that from the same people who told me the vaccines worked, and and uh, there was Russian collusion and Trump is a criminal and let's raid Mar-a-Lago and all the other lies they've told us for the last five years. When I hear that, I must think there's something wrong with DeSantis. They want him for a reason because Trump's the one that can beat them and they know they'll beat DeSantis. DeSantis could be our candidate in 2028. Right now, Trump is our candidate. He didn't do anything wrong. As a matter of fact, I saw the numbers of the people he endorsed, 174 won and nine lost. So stop telling me that Trump did something wrong last night. Mm-hmm. His record is 174.9. Trump is the one they're scared of, and that's why they're trying to bury him, destroy him. They're going to indict him and arrest him in the next couple weeks. Everybody knows that. They are so scared of Trump. You know what? DeSantis might lose Trump might win from a prison cell for president. That's how good Trump is. He might run a campaign and win from a prison cell. So they want Trump out of the way. And I am not ever leaving Trump's side. I am loyal to Trump. Trump's great. I will be loyal to the Santas in 2028. Uh, although by then, guess who the president might be then? Carrie Lake. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think when the media tells you, get rid of Trump, bury Trump, we hate Trump. You should hate Trump. Trump's no good. That tells you Trump is good. Always do the opposite, whatever the media narrative is. They're liars,
2: right? Well, and I also think there's a contingent of MAGA people that are just panicked. They're panicked about the future, and they're just and and they're it's they're taking the lazy as well as some in media. They're just just taking the lazy, easy um, uh, uh, approach. Just pick the low hanging fruit. Oh, you know, we didn't get the red wave MAGA, so Trump needs to go because they they can't really bring any second or third level, you know, thought or or analysis. They- to- the to the, di- so, to the, the discussion one thing
3: i'll say the one thing i'll say nice look DeSantis really did a great job in florida let's face it mm-hmm. florida is the freest state in america yeah. and that's a wonderful theme for the gop you know he didn't have mandates for masks not for vaccines didn't lock them down the way other people did didn't call businesses non-essential he did a wonderful wonderful job i love the guy i love what he's done about disney you know i've always been nice to gay people but you know what i'm not a fan of making the entire america about trannies Sorry, the entire American economy isn't about transgenders. The right. entire school system isn't about transgenders. What are they? One half, or one half, or one half, or yeah. one quarter of one percent of America are supposed to run the whole country based on trans- transgender pronouns? It's the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> and he did a great job leading the battle against Disney and picking fights with the good, you know, good people. He should pick fights with. So I like. Ron DeSantis, but there's something wrong when the media tells me that he's my guy. I haven't made that decision. They're trying to make that decision for us, yeah. and that tells me that Trump must be the right guy they fear, and DeSantis is not the right guy, at least not yet. He hasn't proven himself. Trump was a great president, and you know what everybody forgets? It's so funny they forget. It's, it's, what, what's that famous thing, how quickly you all forget? Yeah, The guy got the most votes in the history of the presidency. He also got the most votes of any Republican in the history of our American country. He also got the most votes between the first term and the second term, uh, increase of any president in history. How does anyone not remember this? You don't dump that guy, right? He's not hated and unpopular. He well, the, the most thing most about DeSantis, right? Well, the thing
2: about DeSantis is DeSantis can take. You know, he. I think he's brilliant. I think he's done an amazing job as governor. I think that he is fierce. I think the way that he owns the media is is not quite as good as Kerry Lake when he's an oppressor, but almost as good. Um, he uh, it, his instincts. He doesn't just signal what he's going to do. He actually goes. Goes and does it um, when you can when you can increase your Hispanic vote as governor of Florida uh, to, to the degree that he did all great things. My question about DeSantis is um, I the reason why the institutions, the establishment, the every the Uniparty hates Trump is he's a Trump is a threat to the deep state. DeSantis has not ever indicated to me or proven to me that he understands the threat by the deep state and he's prepared to do anything about it. And I don't right. think he was forceful about what what happened at Mar a Lago was absolutely criminal and it happened on his watch and in, in in his state. And DeSantis has a long way to go to prove to me that he understands the threat going on with the FBI, the DOJ, and now the Department of Homeland Security, who's partnering with big tech to go after us uh, for free for for free speech. So DeSantis and, you know, and and I don't know. And I nobody's talking about it from that end. Everybody talks about what a great job he's done as governor. I want I before I think about him for 2024, I want to know his take on what he's going to do to route out the deep state, because everybody's talking about inflation. I get that Wayne Allen Root we're suffering. Everybody's also talking about the culture stuff. But what went down with the communistic, fascistic controls over us with COVID means that the CDC and the NIH needs to be dismantled, along with the FBI and the DOJ. That's the kind of talk I need to hear from somebody in 2024. And I've said on my show many times, and I'll leave you with this. Trump, it's almost as though, and DeSantis may understand that the deep state is strong, but he hasn't been under the threat of it. Trump is right, the only he hasn't one under, who's who's been
3: under attack. He hasn't been under attack. Like been under attack. week like Trump, right? What Trump's gone through on behalf of all of us. When you know, I don't want to be crude here, but you know, if the guy wanted to cheat on his wife, which he seemed to enjoy before he became president, if Donald Trump wanted to, he could have just spent the rest of his life as a billionaire with concubines and harems of women, you know. Mm-hmm. And he could have played golf and gone out and had girlfriends. The guy gave up his entire life, his fortune, everything, to run for president and be president. And and now he's gonna do it again. And you don't want him after what he's gone through, the, the Russian collusion, the Ukraine phone calls, the double impeachments, all the people out to get him, all the people that said they wanted to assassinate him on Twitter and Facebook, they wanted him to die. This guy has been through hell On behalf of us, I don't want to be too hysterical here, but it kind of reminds me of the story of Jesus Christ. Seriously, this guy's up on a cross for us all, not because he's such a saint or he's a god. He's not either one of those, and he's not the most perfect moral guy ever. I get all that, but it is a parable to Jesus because he's really on the cross for all of us, and we forget so quickly. It's, I'll, I'll use a different parable. Moses, I'm Jewish, and the Jewish people, Moses rescued them, and then they all moaned and complained for 40 years. You know, they don't, people forget very quickly what someone does to you. What Trump did for us can never be repaid. Nobody else will ever do it again. If What he's faced is I- incalculable. I think he's probably faced more than anyone in the history of the world, other than Jesus. He's, he's the most hated man that's ever lived, and the most loved He's quite, you know, human now. Yeah. And oh, my God, human.
2: Right. I He's do so think really that he, I do think, I, 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 gotta, I keep saying I'm going to leave you with this. One final thought, though, and then I'll let you go because I know you're busy tonight. But I do think that that there's some lessons to be learned from his administration. I do think that he made some personnel yeah. mistakes. He made plenty of mistakes. Pl- made plenty, yes, of mistakes. plenty of mistakes.
3: I was the one who advised him to do voter ID right away. He has to do voter ID yeah. right away. If he'd done voter ID when we had the House, the Senate, and the President, you know, federal voter ID in federal elections, we would have never had a stolen 2020 and never had a stolen 2022. To this day, that's the single biggest mistake ever. And the second biggest mistake, uh, of course, was not, you know, taking care of the 2020 election after the fact. You go without voter ID, you should have had, you know, armed SWAT teams guarding all the vote counting centers so nobody could come in at three in the morning with a van with 300,000 new ballots. He should have had a way to protect the vote centers, and he should have also protected all of us conservatives from, uh, you know, from social media, Silicon Valley. Because that was a big effect on all these elections, on 18, mm-hmm. on, uh, on 2020, and on this one. Perfect example, in 2020, right before the election with one week to go, Twitter, I was gaining 30,000 fans a month, Andrea, yes. and Twitter banned me and said, you're suspended for two weeks during the election. And then a month or two later, they banned me for life. So they made sure that I couldn't speak during the election. And guess what just happened this week? one week to go before the midterms, and Facebook suspended me for something I said. They never do it except right at the moment I'm needed to speak for the election, and then they make sure they take me out if these are crimes. I don't know if you call them crimes. Well, it is it is crime.
2: criminal because it, it's it's another way to steal an election. Control the message and you right. control minds. Right. Control minds. You can control right. the outcome of the elections. Wayne Allen Root, I'm going to let you go. It's such an honor to have you with me tonight. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. I told you 10 minutes and I've kept you 20. And so okay. I... I always I'm,
3: enjoy being on with you. Only for you. I told you. Only for you. This is my night time. It's my private time after I work 16 hours a day. So I did it for you. I would take nobody else to interview with anyone else in the world, but you so i just wanted you to know that love you too and my website's root for america.com r-o-o-t for f-o-r america.com and that's where you find my tv shows my radio shows my podcasts my commentaries my videos my columns everything is there root for america.com really appreciate it have a great night and Thank you, well, i sure hope we can win the senate yes I sure Hope and break
2: Absolutely. Prayers up. All right. Thank you, Wayne Allen Root. Now, you guys stay tuned. I passed uh, the point of a break. We're going to take a skinny one. When we come back. We've got some more information to share with you guys. So don't go away.
3: Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Andrea,
0: this is Mike from St. Paul, Minnesota. I never in my wildest dreams thought that higher crime, higher taxes, Higher inflation, higher grocery prices, and the, destruct- the destruction of our 401 case was so popular.
1: Unbelievable. Thank you.
2: Great point. Is it, 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 is it that popular? Is it that uh, a friend of mine wrote an op-ed piece today? I think in The American Spectator, Scott McKay, who said, American people just haven't suffered enough. They just haven't suffered enough. We just haven't hit rock bottom yet. I don't know if it's that. Uh, do, do, or or is it one of the narratives being pushed today is ignore all the shenanigans going on across the country. Like someone reported yesterday, there were four counties in New Jersey where not one Dominion machine was working. Or, or is it that one of the narratives being pushed today is that uh, the uh, American women, 30 something percent of which reportedly voted Democrat yesterday, are... Willing to double down, willing to continue to suffer the pain that is going on economically in this country, just so they can preserve the right to kill their unborn child, because that's today's narrative. That the, that we that the, today's big narrative as to the reason why we didn't have the, the as big of a win as uh, last night as we were supposed to have is because the Republican Party um, just, you know, the, the inflation wasn't bad enough to overcome the abortion issue for women. That even though typically it's the economy stupid and uh, women uh, focus on the kitchen table issues, that as Simone, uh, what's her name, uh, said, uh, Bernie Sanders, old gal, uh, said that abortion is a kitchen table issue. Do you guys believe that? Do you think, does that make sense to you skins that, that, that the women vote? And then the other narrative today is that Gen Z, which is the 18 to 29 year olds broke almost exclusively for the Democrat party. These are the ones that could be bought with a student loan, uh, payoff. As well as the ones that spend all day on TikTok. They've never been taught anything about uh, the, the greatness of this country. Uh, they're, they're living off the, the government or living in their parents' basement because going back to the Obama administration where now you can be considered a child up until you're 26. Um, you know, do you, do you think that the women breaking off and being one, the women and the 18 to 29 year old Gen Z's voting, um, Far left was enough to completely sway the election to the Dems
1: by itself. No, I don't think so.
2: I don't think so either.
1: Now suddenly, really important issues that people you. I mean, there's a yeah. We might not have hit rock bottom, Andrea, but there's a lot of hurt going on.
2: Well, there's not one thing right that the Democrats are doing. Not one. Not one thing. Pick your issue, whether it's the inflation in which people literally cannot afford food or to fill up the gas tank, whether it's the crime wave happening across this country that that everybody is feeling in one way or another. Everybody has felt uh, some aspect of the crime wave or whether it's the open borders that we see happening. Let's talk about let's talk about where were all the mama bears? Everybody before this election was talking about the the mama bears that were waking up and the papa bears that were waking up after realizing what was going on in the schools and the pornography that was happening in the schools. Were they, were, are they just going, oh yeah, okay, you know what, I'm no, I no longer care that uh, these schools are are trying to corrupt my, my six-year-old's mind, shoving pornography and transgender on them? Are we supposed to believe that somehow a president who had a 23% approval rating and the Democrat Party with a 55% unapproval rating beat the Republicans last night? I'm not believing it. Absolutely not. And in fact, and here's how you can know, and continue to know that the cheat is still happening right now, is that I'm seeing reports during the break that um, as ballot drops were coming in from conservative areas, Carrie Lake was the, was breaking away. It's somewhere between 60 and 85% of every ballot drop was going to Carrie Lake. And then when Cary Lake got within 4,000 votes of winning, suddenly it flipped, and then all of a sudden Katie Hobbs is now up by 13,000 votes. Does that make sense to you? None of this is making sense. It does not make sense that in Florida, for example, and I've talked about this before, the Hispanic vote would in droves go. That's the same issues in Florida for why they vote Republican down there, that they would vote Republican in some other place. It doesn't it's no different. I will tell you, though, that speaking to the Hispanic vote. Well, let me take a break. When I come back, I am going to get into some other issues because there can be two things that can coexist at the same time. You can have election fraud and election theft and a steal going on, and you can have some other issues at play within the Republican Party. And so we're going to talk about that when we come back. So don't you go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego, our 24-hour call in line, which that caller called in on is 844-814-5227.
3: AK Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. I'm
1: not sure what the hour was for this, so I'm looking at the Kerry Lake live on YouTube, and uh, the re- and the red is winning a lot of the races. The governor, it's in more red than blue the uh, sen- uh, the Senate I think is 46 to 46. I don't know why because earlier I think I saw it at a different rate um, and the uh, the Congress seems to be good um, seems to be like we're in we're winning <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say I don't know it's 18 news it's news 18 in Phoenix.
2: Thank you for that caller. And again, our our twenty um, four hour call in line is eight four four eight one four five two two seven. Yeah, I'm looking up and seeing that. Um, yeah, uh, Hobbs is back up thirteen thousand votes over Kerry Lake. Magically, uh, Hobbs has not won. One has not, uh, didn't win one ballot drop, and all of a sudden now she's up by 13,000 votes. This is why we absolutely must go back to Election Day. This is insane. In fact, I want you to hear what Carrie Lake had to say about this. This was sometime uh, today, clip four.
3: Another election run by a bunch of clowns, and we're not going to take it anymore. We will restore faith to our elections. Maricopa County has screwed us over once again. And they can call me whatever they want. Incompetency. I hope there's been no malice involved. I know there's been incompetency, but we will be restoring faith in our elections.
2: We we need to. I'm going to read a couple. I've got some emails from some listeners here during the show. Um Don says, Andrea, until those officials who are committing voter fraud are charged, tried, found guilty and go to jail for years and not days, nothing will change. Until legislatures take back their constitutional power of being the body who establishes voting law within their state, nothing will change. It can be done. It must be done, but it will not be done under the leadership of people like McConnell, McDaniel and McCarthy. Don, um, isn't that interesting, by the way? I just realized that Ronna McDaniel... Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy are all um, McClowns in the circus, and we've got to get rid of them. Uh, Sanity was on the ballot last night. Am I to believe that people were insane enough to vote in John Fetterman? Project Veritas put out the videos of what was happening at polling places yesterday, and you can say it's not election fraud, uh, but clearly electioneering was busted they had posters for Fetterman at the doors you were walking into a polling station. That is illegal. They had people for Fetterman handing out Democrat ballots to people Here's here as, as they're walking in. Illegal. So many different ways of fraud happening in this country. And you know what? The Republican Party has no... This is all 2020 stuff, Skins. Nothing was done. In states where we had Republican legislatures. And they did nothing about it.
1: Yeah, we picked up a win last night, Andrea. But this is why Nancy Pelosi, a couple of months ago, she was like, you know what? I'm confident.
2: Yeah. I mean, now right now. Well, you know, as of right now, it still looks like Kerry Lake is running for governor. It still looks like Nancy Pelosi is out of a job as speaker. And that's why I'm saying they're they're celebrating last night as a win for them. It wasn't um, as
1: bad as it was supposed to
2: be. It, it's not as. Yeah. Um, we do need to if we end up taking the House and the Senate, we need to be glad for that. Because let me tell you. This country has gone off the rails because even even though we know that the theft was on, and I don't believe for a second that enough people voted for Fetterman to put him across the finish line, um, that theft put him across the finish line or different methods of fraud. There's still enough people that voted for him out there. It's like Joe Biden in 2020. They can't they can't do enough election fraud in, They can only steal something if somebody does get enough votes to where they can push them over the finish line. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Hugh Hewitt wrote a book a long time ago. If it's not close, they can't cheat.
2: If it's not close, they can't cheat. That means that we have, we are so sick as a nation that there are people that would literally vote for a, a man who is a stroke victim who's so brain damaged he can't complete a sentence, who literally brags about his plan of putting murderers back on the street, that there are people that would vote for him. Instead of a Dr. Oz. And today I'm hearing from so many MAGA, quote, conservative people. Oh, the quality of the candidates was bad. Ted Cruz today. The quality of the candidates was bad. Are you telling me Dr. Oz was, was a, a, a poor, um that Fetterman was a higher quality of a candidate than Oz? There's no excuse for this. Part of the problem that we've got is as the Republican Party, like back in, um, I don't have a huge amount of time, we'll get into this more in the next hour, but one of the issues that we've got is clearly the establishment Republican Party, right? And a variety of different means. You, you, uh, you think the quality of Dr. Oz wasn't a great candidate, he was a celebrity candidate, okay. Well, you know what? The voters chose him. Why didn't the Republican Party put money behind him and help him win? Instead of putting money behind Murkowski. That's one area in which the Republican Party has failed us. The Republican Party doesn't never, never wants to back and never wants to support anybody but the rhino establishment candidate. And let me tell you, you know, what's insane. It's not only insane to vote for a Federman, It's insane to put Kevin McCarthy back in as Speaker of the House and keep Mitch McConnell as Senate uh, majority leader and expect anything different. Than what we got from them when Trump was in power. And that was obstruction of his agenda every step of the way. We're going to take a break. We come back. Financial thought Dr. Dave Elhoff on Biden's comments today about inflation. Don't go away.